Hey, what's up, guys? This is Bryson. This is an episode of Title Talk, an NFL version of Title Talk. I'm here with my co-host, who is LB. What's up, LB? How you doing, Bryson? I'm doing pretty good. My team's in the championship weekend here. Can't complain much. And no, LB and I, we're going to admit we're Patriots fans. That's number one. We don't care. We're not going to hide our fandom. We're also not going to hide our takes about the rest of the NFL. We'll tell you when the Pats suck, if they eventually suck. But for now, we're funny as fuck. Deal with it. Sounds pretty good to me. I don't I don't hear any lies in that statement. Sounds good to me, brother. Complete ownership of NFL Twitter. You're looking at the two men who own it. Absolutely own it every day. Well, I mean, I got people that I've never interacted with on there. They have like... They have they've screenshotted my Avi. They talk about me in chats. They talk about my dad. It's like, look, man, I don't even know who you are. You know, <laughs> like I'm, I'm. It's gotten pretty crazy. I know people do the same thing to you. I mean, just just look what's going on with the underdog. This whole underdog thing. I know you've seen it too. Oh, this is the greatest thing. Bottle your tears, everyone. This is what happens all year with the Patriots. Just this Patriots team. But you would be out of your mind if you don't think that every single year this is what happens. This is how it goes. September, Patriots suck. That's what everyone says. Patriots suck in September. October, Patriots back. They lose a game in November. Patriots suck again. Tension. December, they start playing a little. They start running the ball a little bit more. They play it a little bit differently. Brady Cliff washed. And then, and then they. And then. January hits, everyone picks against the Patriots. And yes, I know the Patriots were favored in Vegas. No one cared. 60% of Joe public bet against the Patriots. People in the media bet against the Patriots. So the Patriots go out and route them. And then you say, oh, well, yeah, the Chargers aren't good after an entire week of, yeah, the Chargers have a better team. You know, Rivers have been playing a lot better than Brady this year. Then they completely dismantle them. And now you all must shut up. And the Patriots are underdogs and you will cry about this. Well, I find it hilarious that, like, the, the main dudes who talk the most shit, like Rob Parker, Nick Wright, these people, like, they just talk shit and everybody eggs them on, like, oh, yeah, man, get him. You got him. Yeah, it's over. But then the Patriots win, and they, they didn't even just win. They destroyed them. Everybody will just sit there and tell you, well, it doesn't even count. I mean, Rob Parker's kind of an idiot. Nick Wright, he should stick to basketball, which – you know, first off, Nick Wright sucks at talking about basketball, too, but that's a story for another day. It's just an NFL Twitter flip-flops, like whatever f- suits their narrative, not even for like that week, for that day, for that like one hour. It's the most un- incredible thing you'll see. I just, like you said, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable The Brady was washed literally, I don't know, two weeks ago, right, Bryson? And he comes out, he goes for over 300 yards and... You know, people still don't want to give him credit. Though Max Kellerman goes on TV and he says he wasn't impressed. Like, look, Kellerman said he'd take every other quarterback in the AFC over Brady. Who looks stupider than him? Andrew Luck looked like shit against Kansas City. Phillip Rivers looked terrible, in my opinion, against the Patriots. I just, NFL Twitter, man, I, I'm telling you, it is like the worst thing that has ever existed, but I love it. 
Yeah, we love it. It's so good. You know what uh, the other thing I love, LB? The one thing I love is that the top offenses are back in championship weekend, and the top four quarterbacks are there, and it's Brady, Breeze, Goff, Mahomes, no Aaron Rodgers, him and his broken collarbone and his family that hates him. <laughs> That's not true. That You know, I was thinking long and hard about this, and – I've seen a lot of Aaron Rodgers doing his dumbass commercials, and that's literally the only – it feels like that's the only place that you see him in January and February now, the last two years. And everybody will say, oh, wait, who's hurt last year? I remember he came back last year and he threw, like, four picks, and he threw them out of the playoffs. But we love it. Aaron Rodgers, man, can't stand the guy. Massive douchebag. And I say that because people love to call Brady a douchebag. You know, Brady's the man. Aaron Rodgers, you can see him in commercials, his dumbass commercials he does. They're not even funny. They suck. <laughs> do you yeah, find them to be a funny guy? Like, do you watch his commercials and think, man, Rodgers, Peyton Manning used to have some pretty good commercials. Yeah, I think Peyton, a lot of people would agree. Peyton Manning was actually funny, even though he's a, just the total, like, he's a total snake, like, total opposite of the person he like shows on the TV and television, everything like that from everything you hear about everyone else. Like his teammates hated him. But you can ask the teammates that played with Brady and Peyton. They love Brady. Well, I mean, there's that clip, like whenever um Brady yells at somebody, you know how like they always make those comparisons. Imagine if Antonio Brown did that. Oh my God. The media would have a field day. And it's like, what are you guys talking about? I remember Peyton Manning. Flip. Remember the big fight he had with, um, I want to say it was Jeff Saturday. They had, like, a fight on the sidelines where he was yelling at him, just block. And Saturday was saying that he was calling Blake, calling he, he was checking out a run plays, I think, at the line. And, and Saturday wasn't really feeling it. And they had a little, a little argument. Like you said, he's, it's a totally different persona that he puts on um, for TV. But I got to give Peyton Manning credit for one thing. I'm sure you've seen his Saturday, Saturday Night Live skit, right? I consume zero Peyton Manning content because he's uh, the biggest cheater of all time. <laughs> Dude, you got to watch this, though. It is so good. He plays flag football or touch football with a bunch of little kids. And he's, like, nailing them with footballs. And you should – honestly, you should watch it. I've seen it. <laughs> okay. It was, it's honestly hilarious. Brady's – I was never – Brady's was, was kind of corny, but Brady's not really into that whole thing, you know. He, he's living a different kind of life than most of us. It's really true. It's really true. <laughs> LB, we've got some matchups this weekend. We're going to get into the Chiefs, Pats, Rams, Saints here in a bit. But let's talk about the matchups people want to see. We're going to say some things that people may not want to hear because people on Twitter will tell you, I hate the Pats. I'm not going to watch the, watch the Pats if they play in the Super Bowl. But I can promise you this. If the Pats and the Rams play in the Super Bowl, people will eat it up. They will eat it up. They will, they will talk on Twitter all week about the Rams smacking the Pats, ending the dynasty, Todd Gurley, the Patriots can't handle them. They won't, they, they're going to tune in no matter what they say. It'll be the biggest rated Super Bowl of all time, and they will cry about it. This is the matchup people want to see, even though they don't want to tell us. It's Pats-Rams. See, I, I, could, I can definitely see the Pats-Rams angle. There's, there's parts of um, this Patriots team that even kind of reminds me of 2001. And that's, you know, that would obviously be a rematch of 2001. You had the greatest show on turf and you had the Patriots who were like, they were the virtual one, you know, they were just the underdog team, you know, underdogs. We love it. And 
I can definitely see that being an, an, an interesting matchup. I feel like people would go more ape shit for Saints Patriots, just in my own personal opinion. Um, but I think an underrated matchup is would be Kansas City and the Rams because I don't want to see it, but all of a sudden, you know, you'd have people saying, oh, it was the passing of the torch, Brady to Mahomes, and you'd have Breeze, who people forget he's 40 years old now, him passing the torch maybe. You know, he could be passing the torch to the next great quarterback in the NFC, Jared Goff. I think that's an interesting matchup. What do you, what do you think would be the worst matchup that would get the, the least amount of hype I'm not sure because I, I definitely would be excited for Chiefs Rams because of the rematch. That'd be total. That'd be fun. That'd be a fun game. And then if you had Saints Pats, um, I don't know if anyone anyone from NFL knows this. The Pats and the Saints are connected at the hip organizationally. The Saints defended the Pats in Deflate Gate. The Pats defended the Saints during Bounty Gate. They're they're like brother sister franchises. I don't know if people know this. Saints fans may hate Pats fans. Pats beat the Falcons in the Super Bowl. So it, I don't th- I don't think it would be as dirty like on Twitter. There are a lot of shit talking as other Super Bowls. I think that I would enjoy seeing I wouldn't enjoy seeing Drew Brees beat the Pats, but it would be okay if Drew Brees won the Super Bowl. But then again, I think is the worst matchup KC versus the Saints, which is still an awesome matchup because you have an awesome quarter, two awesome quarterbacks, awesome offenses, great offensive head coaches. This, I mean, they're all good matchups. Like, I like all the matchups, actually. They're all good matchups. And what's funny about that is that the team that would – it's so unusual in a way because the team that would be thought of the least amount, like people would think, oh, man, that team, you know, they're not that good, would be the Patriots. And people would get mad, you know, because, oh, they're not underdogs. Eight Super Bowls under Belichick and Brady, and they've won five. But let's be honest. I mean, if, if they got there – no matter who they played, whether it be the Saints or the Rams, I don't think people would give the Patriots a shot. Whereas if it's the Chiefs, it's going to – it'd be pretty split, I'd say. I know their defense sucks, but like you said, it would be a rematch of – what was that, like week 10? They played each other and they put up a ton of points. I think they put up over 100 points yep. in that game. Yeah, It's – like you said, they're all interesting matchups, and I think the team that would get the least – amount of respect would be the Patriots, which is incredible because you think about the head coach and the quarterback to think they could get there and nobody's going to give them a chance. And let's be honest, if they got to the Super Bowl, do you think a lot of people are going to give them a great shot to win? I don't think so. I mean, people will act like the Patriots are some favorite all the time, but right now ESPN projects them as the lowest odds to win the Super Bowl. I mean, a lot of people are going to pick against the Patriots. I mean, it's they do it every year. Remember the Seahawks Super Bowl? Everyone loved the Seahawks. They even people people will say that the Seahawks had the coaching advantage, the quarterback. It, they say outlandish things when the Pats are playing them because they hate them and they watch them anyway. They're just like Duke basketball and the Yankees. Well, I'm sure you saw that graphic going around today. James Jones put out. He said that. Uh, okay, I, I can. He says quarterback. You know, they did the matchups breakdowns, and he said quarterback Chiefs. Okay, I can live with that. Mahomes just had 5,000 yards, 50 touchdowns. You know, Brady had 29 touchdowns, whatever. You know, Brady's the GOAT, but Mahomes had his year. Um, Running backs, they gave the edge to the Patriots, which I'm sure would be different if Hunt was still there, but, you know, Hunt's obviously not there anymore. Another another class act out of uh, Kansas City. And then you got wide receivers. Obviously, the, the nod goes to Kansas City. They got Hill, who's fast as shit. 
one of the fastest dudes I've honestly like ever seen play. So you got Hill there. He's a stud. Um, I think that included tight ends who look, obviously Kelsey is better than Gronk right now. That's not up for debate this year. And where it gets interesting is defense and head coach. And Jones gave the edge to the chiefs on defense, which I've seen all the numbers. The chiefs defense is much better at home. And we've heard all the numbers too. the Patriots three and five on the road. So even that one, you know, I'd still give the edge to the Patriots there, but the most interesting one is head coach. He said, Andy Reid over Bill Belichick. Can you explain that one to me? Because that had me fucking baffled. The only explanation is that James Jones has a weird fetish for walrus. <laughs> you know, it, it sucks because I've, I've always kind of liked James Jones because he always says shit about Rodgers. I don't think he, I don't think he's a big Rodgers guy. He's, he's called him out before for, you know, about uh, some contract year, there was an issue, and I guess Rodgers was telling him, "Oh yeah, man, go get your money." And- no, 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 B. You're thinking about Cobb. You're not Cobb, but you're thinking about um, what's his name, Greg Jennings. You're thinking Greg about Jennings. Jennings. No, you're right. Hasn't James Jones said stuff though before about Rodgers? I could have sworn no. there was a story there. No, James Jones loves Aaron Rodgers, and literally. Okay, well then he, all right. he's essentially. Yeah, he's essentially like a Stephen A. Smith or a Nick Wright. Like, he hates Tom Brady and loves Aaron Wright. So, so then it's just fuck James Jones all yeah, the way around. Good. Okay. Yeah, he's a stupid hoodie-wearing mf'er. Yeah, well, he went to – didn't he go to Oakland and played pretty well? He had a bunch of touchdowns one year. And, uh, you know, I just don't get how the hell you're going to pick. How the hell can you say – sit there with a straight face and say, Andy Reid has a coaching advantage over Belichick. Now, I'll give the Chiefs credit. They've had success versus the Patriots, especially in recent years. We all know 2014, Patriots went there, got their asses kicked 41 to 14. Uh, we remember opening night a couple years ago, whenever that, whatever year that was, 2017 maybe, and they beat the hell out of the Patriots pretty good. Um, they, they went on a 28 to 3 run, as a matter of fact, in the second half. And um, that was meme central. And then this year, they put up 40 again on the Patriots in, in New England. So, I, even with all that said, I just don't know how you can go into a game. Bill Belichick is a guy who has a defensive game plan in the NFL Hall of Fame. So if there's any coach that you think, man, he might be able to draw up a game plan to slow down a prolific offense and, and, and really just confuse the hell out of you, it's Bill Belichick. So I, just, I didn't get that one picking Andy Reid over Belichick. That really, that really kind of blew my mind a little bit. Um. Yes, as most former NFL players who are on TV will blow your mind every day. <laughs> you know, they're the ones that say the most outrageous shit. Honestly. You know what? This is funny because don't they spend their entire careers getting mad at people like us for saying outrageous shit? And then they just all they do is transition into the role where they just say even more outrageous shit. Well, they look at, a, at guys like me and you and they think, well, he wasn't in the NFL. You know, I played in the NFL. I was on the grind every day. And it's like, yeah, but you also got your head bashed in. You probably have CDE and you're all drugged out and you're just saying wild shit. Whereas, you know, I, I, it's just, it's, it's really, it's shocking. Some of the dumb crap these dudes say. The worst one, in my opinion, has always been Shannon Sharp. I hated his guts as a player. I hated his guts when he was at CBS. I loved it when he got fired. And now it seems like he's gotten even worse. He's terrible. He's notably terrible. LB, let's get into Chiefs Pat since we're already talking about it. Let's just do it. All right. All right. First of all, 
Um, I think we're just going to speak mostly from our past perspective. If Chiefs fans are listening, you're going to have to listen to this, and we'll tell you, we'll give you keys of the game and why the Chiefs can win and all sorts of reasons why the Pats can win too. But it'll, we're just going to be a lot better talking about what the Patriots are and are good at and are not good at. And first things first for me is it's not going to be as cold. It's supposed, it was supposed to be at like sub-Arctic temperatures. Now it's not supposed to be that anymore. So maybe that helps the offense a little bit, helps the ball control a little bit. At the end of the day, for the Patriots to win the game, if the Patriots would like to win this game, they have to control time of possession. And another thing they got to do, in my opinion, play a ton of – they got to play a lot more man than they did last time they played. I don't know if it's possible. You can't play zone all day. Maybe they can play a little bit more man. And just time of possession, running the ball with Sony, catching ball, catching the balls out of the backfield with James White, beating up Kels off the line, Dublin Hill. That's what the keys are to the Patriots game. Now, if you were to lay out advantages here, like you just said, the Chiefs are at home. The quarterback, I believe in playoff Tom Brady. But Mahomes is at home. He has Tyree Kill, Andy Reid. Maybe it's a wash. And then you have the offense at home, Kansas City's offense at home. You also have Kansas City's defense at home, which it has been great at home. It's been absolutely great at home. And, and ever since – and it seems to me like LB, the, the Chiefs do a lot of things that the Patriots kind of struggle with at times. Like they play a ton of man. Sometimes that doesn't work. But they, they play a ton of man. And sometimes they can get home with just four. And, you know, that's how you beat the Patriots. And maybe, who knows, if you're the Chiefs, maybe you can just frustrate Brady a little bit. All it takes is one stop. The Chiefs get the ball back, score. And if the Chiefs play from in front, they're going to win this game. I think if you're going to break this down logically, you would say the Chiefs are going to win. But in my opinion, I've, I've seen Tom Brady enough. I've seen Tom Brady and worse. The evidence doesn't show me that Tom Brady will win a road AFC championship game. Tom Brady didn't win on the road against Marcus Mariota this year. But I'm picking the Patriots with no logic or reason. And it's because I'm wearing a Tom Brady shirt and he's holding a vote. Yeah, That's I know. I, I got a Brady jersey hanging up right next to me. So it's it's an incredibly interesting matchup. And some of it is, you know, is is I've seen it going around a little bit. Is Patrick Mahomes going to pass the torch to Tom Brady and – I've said in the past, you know, Brady's 41. It seems like he still hasn't had to pass that torch. I guess this would be a big step in the right direction for Mahomes this year. Um, now, you said about some of the matchups. Do you, do you know what the Colts mainly like to do? You're kind of the matchup guy. I look to the Colts. Do they run a lot of zone, or are they more of a man team? The Colts run the most zone defense in the NFL. Now, here's what I was wondering. Do we see more zone out of the Patriots this week? So I was looking at Mahomes' numbers from last week. They're so, excellent against the zone. The, uh, the, the Chiefs are, right? Yes. Yeah, Mahomes are interesting. Last week, Mahomes had zero passes of 20-plus yards. He had seven passes of 10 through 20, 13 passes of zero through 10, seven passes behind the line of scrimmage last week. He, had, he didn't have any touchdowns. He had the fumble or whatever, but. And then I start thinking, so what's the Pats game plan? Because it seemed to me like the Colts played terrible and they were kind of still in the game a little bit. But the Patriots are not a good zone team. I think you and I would agree on that. They, 
I don't love when the Patriots play zone. feels like they really struggle. Um, I know you had the numbers from the, the second half of the first matchup this year. I think you said there were 13 of 16 the Chiefs were for over 200 yards. You were telling me about it a little while ago. Yeah, I think the Patriots were like 13 – when they played zone, 13 for 16. And it was over 185 yards. Oof. And when they played man, it was like 3.9 yards per attempt. Obviously, the thing about that is people don't understand. I don't know if you've never played football. Imagine chasing Tyree Kill around oh, like, just for one drive. It's pretty tough. And that's why it's hard for me to say – well, the Patriots, are just, they're just going to put Stephon Gilmore on Tyreek Hill. Well, they didn't do that in the first half, and they had a whole lot of success playing a ton of man. They put J-Mac on them, and, they, yeah, they got burned a couple times, but it kind of works. I don't really know what you do. It's really tough if you're the Patriots. And I, in my opinion, Mahomes and Andy Reid are just going to shred zone. That's just my opinion. If they see zone, they're going to shred it. And I'm pretty sure the numbers stack up and show that Mahomes, his QBR or quarterback rating from – playing uh, zone to man is like the worst drop off in the league. Wow. So it's pretty significant then it's going to be interesting, man. And then, you know, last week, Hill, he, he eight catches, 72 yards. I think we'd all take that. If you told me right now, Hey, he's going to have eight grabs, 72 yards. I'd take that. It just feels like, man, Hill, they, they struggle with guys like Hill. He killed them. The first matchup. Um, let's see here. I have it written down the first matchup, seven, Catches 142 yards, three touchdowns. I mean, he killed him. He was just unbelievable. I remember gushing about him the next day, how fast he was. Kelsey the first time around, five grabs, 61 yards. I'd take those numbers. That was in their first match with the Patriots. If they could hold him to around 61 yards, I feel like they might make Kill more of the priority. And if Kelsey goes off, then... Because let's be honest here, the Patriots over the years have always said, let's take away your best weapon. I would probably feel better about trying to take away Hill and let Kelsey make some plays because Kelsey's great, but he's not going to – I mean, Tyreek Hill could take the simplest play and you know, turn it into a – he's just so fast. He can do whatever he wants on the field. Man, it's I've, – I've talked myself into thinking the Patriots are going to win this one. You know, you look at it on paper. The big thing to me, and it, it is the hunt factor, 10 carries, 80 yards the first time around. That's eight yards a pop. His real, where he made his real difference was five grabs, 105 yards in the air and a touchdown. He's obviously, you don't have to deal with him anymore. Now, what do you think? What, obviously, you feel like they'll play man in this matchup, the Patriots will. How about offensively? I, now, you, you nailed it, dude. I got to give you credit, man. You nailed it last week. You had the great tweet about how the the Patriots played the Chargers last year, and it was, you know, Burkhead, uh, James White. I mean, you couldn't have been more right. How many passes to backs were there last week, this week? 22 versus the Chargers? A lot. (laughs) I mean, how many did James White have? 15? Nailed it. So my question to you is, what's the offensive game plan for the Patriots? How do you expose the Chiefs' defense? Their defense, in my opinion, is not a good defense. But for whatever reason, they've been pretty good at home. I think the Chiefs defense, if you're going to look at what the Chiefs are good at, they're going to probably stick Fuller on Edelman. And we we would agree that Edelman's playing good, but Fuller's also a good player. So he could very well win a couple of these matchups. They're going to play a bunch of man. And I think what the Patriots have to do is run the ball, 
throw the screen passes, be really physical with the Chiefs, especially on the road. I think that's what they're going to try to do. The Chiefs are also not good at deep passes, but are the Patriots good at deep passes? I don't know. I would say so. It's just one of those things where it's kind of a wash. So it's not a great matchup in a lot of ways for the Patriots. The Chiefs do a lot of things that that the Patriots could struggle with. Like I said earlier, getting the, if for all non-Patriots fans on the road this year, the tackles have been trouble for the Patriots. And in this game, if the Chiefs are going to wreck the game, it's going to be D Ford, Justin Houston, Chris Chris Jones, just wrecking the games on the edges and on the inside. And that's how the Chiefs will win the game. But the, for the Patriots, they got to run the ball. Tony Michelle's got to have a good game. James White's got to have a good game. Trent Brown, Marcus Cannon. But let's talk – let's just, from our Patriots perspective, talk about how the Chiefs can win the game because if the Chiefs want to win the game, just like we just said, man the Patriots up, make, try to make – dare them to run the ball, even though they're going to. Try to force them to just win on third down. And I would say for the Patriots on the road, a whole lot of – Whole lot of running the ball, misdirections, putting Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey in motion. They're really gonna attack attack guys like Dante Hightower, guys like Patrick Chung on Kelsey, the backs. And in my opinion, I I don't know. I think Damian Williams is a good player. Like I've seen I've seen him play. I think he's a good player. I think schematically he'll get open. I don't know, man. I don't think it's such a wash. I think Damian Williams can be 85% of what Hunt can be, and that's pretty dangerous for the Patriots. I think the Chiefs have a lot of advantages. Man, I, I think a big factor for the Patriots is going to have to be Sony Michelle. If Sony Michelle doesn't look, you know, if we actually, I, at times I haven't seen him create, but I thought he created really well last week um, versus the Chargers. I think we're going to need a lot more of that. The first matchup, uh, Sony had over 100 yards. He had a couple touchdowns on the ground versus the Chiefs. Sony's a big factor. And, and you know, what are, are we going to see Gronk? Are we, what kind of Gronk are we going to see? Because he was pretty decent the first matchup. I think he had 97 yards on, on three grabs. He was pretty good. He blocked a lot. He blocked D Ford a whole lot. Yeah, man, you know, and there's a lot of different factors here. I've, I've heard talk, you know, they'll just use Eric Berry to take out Gronk. Look. Eric Berry's not the same guy, and Gronk's not the same guy. So this isn't going to be 2017 all over again when Eric Berry shut down Gronk. I just don't see that even being a matchup, really. You know, I mean, we've, Gronk has essentially turned into a third tackle. Who you asked? I'll, I'll tell you how it's going to go. You want me to tell you how it's going to go? Yeah. It's going to be like if two old men <laughs> from separate senior citizen centers met each other in a parking lot and had beef and they both were in walkers. That's what it's going to look like. <laughs> you know, I, I, I hate to say it too, because Barry's such a good guy and, you know, he beat cancer and you have Gronk who's just, you know, he's like this big, lovable, goofy guy and everybody likes Gronk and, you know, both players just aren't the same anymore. I don't know, man. <laughs> just I'm trying to think of what that, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the cripple fight from South Park. Maybe that's what it'll be like. I know Eric Berry's all fucked up, too. He's had a lot of injuries these past couple years. We all know about Gronk's injury history. It's going to be a cripple fight or an old man fight, but it's it, it could be – if those two go at it all day, it could really be just sad and ugly. <laughs> if both of those guys are on each other all day, it could just be sad. 
I think Gronk has a big game. You do? Now, I know you've been down on Gronk a little bit this year. I think Gronk has a big game. What kind of game? How big are we talking? Four grabs for 52 yards? Are we talking like prime Gronk fucking nine grabs, 120 yards, dragging dudes, running over dudes? Because, man, that play last week versus the Chargers, somebody went low to hit him and just saw pieces just flying from his helmet, which, like, you just know they hit him there. They, they saw that light and you get, oof. And, oh, man, it was so cool to see Gronk do that last week where he just he laid the truck stick. And he didn't even really actually lay the truck stick. He was just running, and the dude went to hit him. Pieces of his helmet just went flying. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think Gronk has the Jets, too, though. Sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead. Yeah, I think he has a big game. He's going to block. He's going to stay in the block a little bit. He's going to do his usual pass blocking of owning of D Ford, Justin Houston. And then he's going to ha- he's going to have a couple big time third down catches, in my opinion. Well, I love to hear that, man. So so quickly, um, I remember we had a we had an airplane talk before. So you're not making the trip to Kansas City. You know what? I'm disgusted with the airplane industry. I'm going to go ahead and go on a rant. They might <laughs> JetBlue might sponsor us one day. I don't care. I'm going after him. <laughs> All right. So the other day, it's Sunday. I'm like, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to the AFC Championship game. I don't care at all. Let's go. Start looking at tickets. All right. Ticket prices, kind of outrageous. I can, I can deal. I can deal. Plane tickets, $600 for one plane ticket. Okay. I'm like, okay, you know what? That's too much. I'm not doing this. I'm scared of planes. I kind of want to kill myself thinking about going on the plane. I'm not doing this. So what what happens? It's today. I have a friend who lives in Kansas City. He texts me, hey, Bryson, you know those tickets went down. You can get good tickets for cheap now. They were 600 900 bucks. Now they're 300 for good tickets. I was like, oh, my God, are you kidding me? This is a blessing. I'm going to go to the game. Get on there. Look at the tickets. On row 20? $300? I'm going. There's no way I'm not going. Look up the flights. $1,000. What? I, really I, look at another, why. I look at another airport. $1,200. Look at another one. $1,400. I even I even look to fly, fly into Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> Does anyone know where that is? No, you don't. It's three, hours away. it's three hours away from Kansas City. It was $400. And I'm not. So your boy lied to you, man. Oh no, well, no! Tickets are cheap. Tickets are cheap, T- but plane tickets are outrageous. Let me tell you something. <laughs> oh, well, you mean the tickets for the game? Yeah. Okay. No, the, tickets for, the tickets for the game are cheap. The tickets for the airplanes are expensive, like a thousand fourteen hundred dollars ish. So this is what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to get on an airplane, pay fourteen hundred dollars of my inheritance to someone you know i might have a kid i might have a kid somewhere yeah to die on an airplane yeah i'm not doing that i know you're not big on airplanes last time you uh i know you are you still having those like recurring nightmares involving planes my nightmares are now about marcus cannon (laughs) trent brown I, i know i know you're a big trent brown guy Marcus Cannon, though, it's like, oh, man, is, is our buddy uh, Daniela, is she still going out there? Is she going? I, be- I believe so. Oh. Got some Pats fans going. Yeah, they're going to throw. Hey, Barnes, if you're listening, watch out. Yeah, watch out, Barnes. It's not hey, a joke. Bro, you know what? I think we're going to end this talk, and we're going to think that 
I'm going to pick the Patriots, and I don't feel good about it, but logic would tell you, evidence, signs would tell you to pick the Chiefs, and most people will pick the Chiefs, but I will pick the Patriots. I'm going to pick the Patriots because, A, I just can't pick against them in my heart, and that's why, as far as an NFL analyst goes, I might always suck because I'm never, ever going to pick against I mean, (laughs) there might come a day where – they suck so bad that I, you know, I will pretty much just look at it and be like, yeah, they're going to lose. But today it's not that day. I just, I love that the, I love the attitude that they have right now. They're playing up this underdog role. Woof, woof. And I, I love it. I think people are pissed off that they're trying to be underdogs. And I think that's awesome. Um, it's just hard for me to pick against them right now. You know, they're, I, if they didn't beat the hell out of, out of the, uh, the charges the way that they just did, I'd be extremely nervous, but. I have it in my head that they're going to, that for whatever reason, they've decided to peak in January. And we saw it against the Jets, who I know that the Jets suck. But they carried that over after a week off of getting healthy and versus a really good team who was 9 0 on the road, 12 and 14. And they, they beat the hell out of that team the same way they beat the hell out of the Jets. So it makes me start to wonder if, if this team is just pissed off and they're motivated and they're serious right now and they really want to go on this run. I mean, I know everybody always says, oh, you know, you, you can't bet against the Patriots, you can't bet against Brady and Bill, but everybody is. And as a Patriots fan, you know, I'd be lying to you if I told you I thought it'd be easy, but I feel good about it, man. You know, I do. I do. I feel good about it. I feel like they'll win. I won't say I feel good about it, but I feel like they'll win. Well, LB, I think we'll, we'll, we'll all be very nervous. We're going to be very nervous in days to come. This... I hate to say this, and I'm probably wrong, but how many – I've never said – I don't think I've ever – like, I'm, I'm off people that say this. You never know. You never know, dude. Next year, the Patriots, something could happen to TB12. God forbid we love them. You never know, man. This could be the last ride. Some of these franchises are just begging to play in championship weekend, and this is our – we make fun of them. We've been to eight in a row. I say we. Yes, it's we. So, I don't know, man. It's going to be a big game. I'm excited for it. And if Chiefs win, I'll I'll be gladly say they're the better team because they're a good team. Absolutely. And you know, let me just say this now that you just reminded me of that. The Patriots been to H J. We've seen the way Bill treats that little Lamar Hunt trophy. If if they win it this time, I want to see him hoist that bitch because for that for this group and this team and for the things that they've overcome, you know, everybody writing them off. I want to see him actually hold that trophy up high and have fun with it. You know what I mean, man? Like, because like you just said, this could end at any time. This does not happen in sports. This is this is really special to be an H straight. So I just hope that I I, I, know, I think you know the thing I'm talking about going around where Belichick gets handed the trophy and he just like doesn't want anything to do with it. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Haven't yeah. seen that. Yeah, it should be called the Bill Belichick trophy. <laughs> it, well, I've said that for I've been saying that now for a couple of years. The Belichick Brady, at least, right? Yeah, for sure. You know, nothing against Lamar Hunt. I'm you know I I guess he founded the. He founded the uh, the AFL, and that's what turned into the AFC, whatever. But come on. They've, the Patriots have played in this game so many times, 13 under, under Bella. And, you know, it's just – it's gotten to the point of ridiculousness. So. It is. Before we move on, I have one last question. America, you will weep at this question. It is, should the Patriots claim Alabama titles? Now, hold on. Hold on for a minute, everyone. Just cool your jet. Listen. <laughs> Listen, it's Nick Saban. He's essentially Bill Belichick. 
he's essentially if Bill Belichick were in college and Bill Belichick is probably essentially Nick Saban if he had Tom Brady in the, in the NFL. So yeah. yes, the Patriots should claim Alabama titles. They're, I mean, we already do. I know. I, I was just, just going to say, like, I thought we are, yeah, we're claiming them. I'm just telling people I'm claiming them and Alabama gets to claim past titles as well. So suck on that LSU fans and suck on that Patriots haters. We claim all those titles. Yeah. Cry about it. They can weep. I don't, you know, honestly, what is that? 17 plus five, I think. Right. Some crazy number like that. I think all time they have, you know, or are we just claiming the saving ones? I mean, we can just claim all of them if you want. I claim we're going to claim saving. Okay. Them. All right. So we won't go too crazy. No, we're, we won't be too crazy. We're just, we're just going to think of Nick Saban as an extension. We're going to think of Nick Saban as an extension of Bill Belichick in college football, and if he had Tom Brady, of course, in the NFL. Now, obviously. should we also um should we also throw in Belichick's trophies uh, from when he was with the Giants? Can we throw those on there too? We'll just start claiming two of the Giants Super Bowls because that would put us we at what, twelve. We we could, yeah. but I think Eli Manning subtracted. Two yeah, years. yeah. All right, I'll give you that. Yeah. All right, LB. Rams Saints. This is another fun game. I'm not gonna lie to you. I would be lying if I said on Wild Card Weekend I took a nap during some of the games. That's how boring they were. <laughs> I hate Wild. I hate Wild Card Weekend. Someday I won't hate it. I love watching football, but for some reason I just can't do Wild Card Weekend. And sometimes the divisional games suck as well. But Rams Saints. This is an exciting game. It's a rematch. It was an interest. It was a really fun game, and for me, it's kind of like Chiefs Patriots, except for it feels to me like the Rams are the the Rams are the better team now. Talib's back. Their defense has been better. They have Sean McVay. They're playing better, and here's a couple stats for LB. The Saints, thirtieth in the NFL per DVOA against number one wide receivers. Number, they're 31 against number two wide receivers. They're 29 against pass c- catching backs. So I have, if I'm picking the Rams, which I am, I have Sean McVay, Akeem Tlaib, Aaron Donald, Jared Goff, Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods, Todd Gurley. The only thing I don't really have is home field advantage, which matters, but also the Rams are playing in a dome. Yeah, I don't, I don't see how playing in a dome hurts them at all. You know, we, we all know that can be advantageous for the, for the home team to do that. Um, Drew Brees, we know, is great in domes. He's, he's a great, great quarterback in general, but um, really, he's really special in that dome. He's really special at home. And then, but you know, I, on, for, for the longest time, it's something Langs and I actually talked about about a week ago. We, we said, you know, that the Rams just don't get much love. You hear all this talk about the Cowboys and you heard all this talk about the Saints and you heard all this thing. You know, the Eagles were making some noise. They were full if they knocked off the 12 and 4 Bears. But everybody kind of forgot about the Rams. And now you look at the numbers and you look at some of the players on the roster. They have two guys over 1,200 yards receiving 80-plus catches in Cooks and in Robert Woods. Um, Cook, obviously, they lost Cup and, and Robert Woods really stepped up for them. He played good football. Obviously, we all know about Todd Gurley. He's, you know, an MVP candidate like every year now. He's, he's just incredible. But you look at Goff's numbers. 65, you know, 64.9 completion percentage, 4,688 yards, 32 touchdowns, 12 picks, and a rate of, let's see, 101, I think, 101.3 rate. And he was really, sometimes it felt, 101.1 rate. At times it felt like 
people were really slandering Goff like he sucks or something because he had a couple bad games. And I know even at points this year, you weren't big on the Rams. I know you weren't big on their defense, but like you said about Tlaib, man, they feel like a, a much better defense and they could be a team that with their defense, if it's gelling at the right time, I mean, you look at the talent, the talent's there. Marcus Peters sucks. However, I don't care. He's just terrible, but Sue Donald, Donald alone can just wreck a game plan. I mean, he can just destroy an entire game plan on you pretty, pretty early in the game too. He is just, he is just a monster. And it feels like the Rams have all, have almost be, they just, for a 13 and three team with a quarterback putting up those numbers and two wide receivers over 1200 yards and Todd Gurley in your backfield, do you feel like they've almost been disrespected a little bit? Yeah, they definitely have. They, they kind of tailed off at the end. When Tlaib was hurt, their defense was absolutely atrocious. I'm sure it'd be similar to most teams. You lose your number one, number two corner, and your defense changes drastically. And even though I'm not a huge Tlaib fan. Great player, he, though. He, yeah. he, means, he means a lot to the Rams' defense, and it obviously shows. And they, they have, like I just said, they have Aaron Donald. But the case, the case for the Saints, if you're going to try to make a case for the Saints – the Saints are at home in the Superdome. How often do they lose in the Superdome? Not very often, right? No, they're very good at home. Drew Brees That's lights out at home, man. I'm pretty sure. Aren't they undefeated with Drew Brees in the playoffs at the Superdome? I believe so. I believe that's correct. You have, If you're the Saints, you have Michael Thomas. You have Drew Brees. Michael Thomas is a bad man. I was just about to say, man. Oh, man, he's incredible. For both of those guys. You, you still have Kamara. You have all these weapons. Your defense is actually great against the run. You have a great run defense and at times a stingy pass defense. So if you're making the case for the Saints, you could say, well, they, they might be able to shut down the Rams running game. And the Rams offense kind of starts from their running game. They get, in, they get teams into those light fronts and they're able to run the ball. And if the Saints can sh- kind of shun them out and get them the third and long situation and force Goff to beat them, Maybe they can win the game. If they can play play with those light fronts and just stop the run, they can win the game. I can see the Saints winning the game. But I think at the end of the day, the home field advantage probably doesn't mean a whole lot considering the, considering the Rams have such a good an offense and their defense has been so good. So I'm going to pick the Rams. And actually, I don't care who wins this game because actually I'd like to see the Saints win because like I just said, Patriots fans love Saints. I know I love the Saints. I don't care if Saints fans hate us. I love the Saints and Drew Brees and Sean Payton and their franchise. Well, you had the uh, you had that great tweet maybe a month ago. It was it was it was pretty popular. I think it was impossible to miss um, for Patriots fans. You would you know it was one of those like handshake meme little emoji things that you did there. But the way they yep. stood by the Patriots through the flake gate and. Um, I remember they've they've done the joint practices together, and there was always such mutual respect there between the two organizations. And I remember there was a time when Sean Payton was actually on the hot seat a couple of years ago. They were coming off those seven and nine years, and people were saying, you know, is, is Sean Payton finished? And there was a lot of people saying, well, God, I hope so, you know, send him over here to New England. And people felt like that's what he was doing, was he was really angling himself to um, set himself up as the next guy in, in Foxborough. But it's it, this matchup's tough for me to pick because I feel like both teams are so similar in a lot of ways. The Saints, 
I feel like the Saints have to be better defensively than what we've seen from the Rams, but the Tlaib back factor is big. So making me pick, boy, it's it's tough to go against two, um, two the both the one seeds in both conference. Obviously, the Chiefs are the the one seed in the AFC. Man, I'd probably have to. I feel like I'm going to go with the Rams because in my head, I look at the at the sheets and I look at the numbers and I feel like the Rams offensively are a more well-rounded team. Now I know that the saints have Kamara, but they target, they target um, Michael Thomas a lot, man. I mean, he gets a, I think he had 125 passes that he caught this year. And I don't know if it's going out on a limb to pick the Rams or whatever, but they just feel like it's, I don't know, you know, nothing against the saints, but I'll I'll go with the Rams. You know, I, I do respect the saints a lot. It's going to be tough to go in there and win, but I'll just, I'll kind of go with like a mini upset. I don't even know what the line is. I'm guessing the Saints are the favorites. It was three and a half. I think it started at three and a half for three. Okay. Which, which they say is like, like I know we've, we've had fun with the underdogs thing. They say for the home team, that's really like a push, right? They really are. They give the home team an automatic three or whatever it is. And I guess I'll pick the Rams just to go against the grain a little bit. You know, I'm, I'm not, totally confident in that pick, but you know, the Rams are a good team. Very good team. It has been since, it has been since 2012 when the Ravens and the 49ers played in the Super Bowl since a Super Bowl participant has won a road game. That's how long it's been. So what's going to happen is both of these one seeds are just going to win, and we're going to look extremely stupid. Oh, dude, I hope not. I don't care. The NFC can go either way. That won't, you know, that won't break my heart. But if Patriots lose, ugh. man. So many people ready to troll us. I'm, do you know how many people have uh, have our just saved up, ready to just unload? They're like, man, these fucking guys. They've been at our asses all year. We're exploding on them. There's no doubt. Well, I know I got plenty of haters. I know you have some, I know you have some haters as well that seem to just like randomly come at us for dumb shit. Um, I even pinned that underdogs tweet at Bandron Nandez, by the way. This is Bryson NFL, who I'm speaking to right now. And uh, it's just, it, I've had fun with the underdogs thing. And fuck it, I'm riding it all the way. You know, hopefully they win this weekend. I'm going to. And we're going to ride it even harder, man. I've already been trying to think of ways that I can, because I've been saying, you know how like I, I added those, whoever did it, somebody in patch chat did it where they added like the little lasers to the eyes on the, uh, the Tom Brady dog mask picture. Like, how do I intensify it from that? Cause I've been saying underdogging intensifying. And I keep telling people use this one now instead. How do you intensify it more? You know what I mean? I don't know. <laughs> Cause but I have some breaking, I have some breaking news. Uh Oh, LB, sources close to me are telling me that the Pats had a tough time finding a player to mimic Tyree Kill this week because it's also very tough to find a guy that runs a 4-2 and beats pregnant women. That's, that is rare. He, that's the thing. Tyree Kill is a rare breed. Number one, because most guys that have a criminal past like that, you know, like they're in prison, but usually they can't run a 4-2. I know that for damn sure. What do you think is harder to find? Do you think it's harder to find a – Guy who runs a four two, or do you think it's harder to find a guy that chokes and and punches his pregnant girlfriend in the stomach? Oh, you wouldn't find this in Boston. Just saying. I don't think so. Anyways, not New England. Not New England. 
Yeah. I mean, you're, I mean, what I'm saying is you're not going to find this kind of criminal in Boston. Oh, no. Crimes like this, they just don't happen. No, no, no. Not out. The New England area in general is just very wholesome. You know, obviously the Chiefs, they have – I know it's something we talked about, but, you know, people – these Chiefs fans, man, they keep bringing up Hernandez. And do they really have any grounds to stand on, in your opinion, in that whole regards? Well – People love clowning on Hernandez. It's hilarious. It's like, uh, it's not a tragic story to anyone that this man literally killed probably at least three people and probably more. We have no idea how many people we actually killed because he was just a crazy man. Hey, allegedly. Now, we should get that out there for uh, legal purposes. Allegedly. Allegedly. And he allegedly killed three people and maybe more allegedly. But he left behind a family. This man left behind a family. It's a sad yeah, story. Friend, I left him watch too. Yes. Yeah, he, and I'm pretty sure he used up all of his money defending himself in court. And then you have the Chiefs who, listen, Chiefs fans, love you to death. Let's not throw <laughs> Aaron Hernandez. Let's not do that because you're the team that has Tyreek Hill on, Tyreek Hill on the team, Kareem Hunt, some other people I'm sure I'm missing. Also, you had a guy – you know what I'm talking about. You had a guy in the stadium kill his family. Yeah, it was a sad story. Very sad. Very Chiefs, sad. Chiefs won the next day, too. Wait, 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 LB. You know what's funny? is This is how classy we are, LB. None of us go on Twitter and talk about the man that did what we just spoke about. We're not even going to say it's not. No, because it's, you know, it's, it's not even a funny thing. It's not funny, and we're classy. And But Chiefs fans and other NFL fans, they use Hernandez jokes every week. And, yeah, low IQ, low-function individuals. If Chiefs fans, I get they love Tyreek Hill, okay? I love watching him play. But it's impossible to not ever think of that because what he did is, is fucking horrible, man. You know, it's horrible. You know, the, the girl was pregnant, and he punched her. And, yeah, people say, well, they're back together now. But, uh, Anybody that knows anything about domestic violence knows that happens a lot, and it's a very serious pattern, and it's it's not a pretty pattern that you know people fall into, and it's tough to get out of those relationships. And uh, hey, look, Tyree Kill is a special football player, but I'm, you're never going to hear me say that he's not a fucking piece of shit because, in my opinion, he's a piece of shit. You know, that's just my two cents on it. Great football player, though, man. He's a lot of fun to watch play. My God, is he fast! He is very fast. He's very he's much faster than any fast player I've ever seen in my entire life. Random note. And I'm I always thought it was funny that people said about Hernandez, you know, he he did it for his daughter when he killed himself, but that's actually horse shit. He left a fifty thousand dollar watch for his boyfriend. Okay. He didn't leave anything for his daughter. So but anyways, I'll let you go on with Buck Tyreek Hill. Sorry, sir. Well, I was just gonna tell you. I know fast people. I know fast people like more like any other person knows in the entire world no one knows fast people more than me Tyree kills fast faster than any man the Patriots have ever employed on the team in their entire lives and their entire franchise Tyree kills fast oh man that's my best prompt for you special you know I, I um I was talking about this a little bit earlier in the chat and um I remember the the way the Patriots used to prepare for uh like Wallace was they'd line their defensive they'd line him up three yards across the uh or you know two to three yards across you know, ahead of where he should be. And most of the time that would be past the line of scrimmage. Of course, there's one guy on, one guy off, and how all that works in the NFL and all the rules for that. But did line him, did line Wallace up 
Now, if, if you're giving Wallace a three-yard advantage, what the hell do you give Hill? Because Wallace was fast. But Tyree Kill is, I mean, where do you line him up? Do you give him five yards? Because <laughs> I, I was thought it was interesting. That's how they practice for it. You know, they give him four or five yards of a cushion in practice so that when the game comes, you feel like, you know, when you feel like the guy's already at you, it's because, you know, he really is. He's already in your face as soon as the play starts. Definitely. It's definitely a tough situation to be in when another player makes NFL players look absolutely dumb, and he has the best celebration of all time, which is the peace sign. Just peace sign and people in the face as he's running by him. They can't even touch him. It's awesome. You're not like me. I'm more of like an old man yelling at clouds. I see it, and it pisses me off, and I'm like, fuck that guy. Fuck that clown. Yeah, you like that stuff, don't you? I don't know. I don't really – like, I don't like dancing and stuff, but I just think, like, it's not – it's not totally outrageous. It's not like a stupid twerking dance. It's just like, hey, faster than you have peace on. Goodbye. Uh, see, I, can you, can you like, you just, in that moment that you're swallowing your pride because he does that to you and, like, you want to knock his lights out, but you literally <laughs> can't catch him. Can't catch him. You can't do anything about it, and he's giving you the peace sign. Can you imagine that as an athlete? Like, I know, can you imagine somebody did that to you? I don't know, man. I can imagine there's more of like a – you must just swallow your pride and your ego must hurt for days. I, I think I'd be pretty uh, quite okay with a 424 <laughs> guy running past me. Yeah. Like, well, you know what, Coach? I, I really shouldn't have been back there anyway. <laughs> I gave it a shot, Coach. <laughs> well, Coach, I tried. I gave it my all. I gave it 110%, Coach. That's why when Belichick said that shit after the Miami Miracle, I was kind of pissed off when he said nobody died. I was like, dude, can you imagine a player coming in and he's like, look, look what Tyree Kill did to you there. He gave you the peace sign. You're just like, coach, nobody died. It's just a football <laughs> game, man. Relax. Calm down. Benzen. We love it. Oh, man. I don't know. It's going to be an exciting weekend of football. I'm totally ready for it. I'm totally ready for it. Finally, just all Sunday, all business, all Super Bowl. And then, man, the NFL's over. Uh, it just happens so quickly. Like, even the older week, I get, man. It's like, boom, it's over. You know what? Can I ask you something? Why did they get rid of the uh, – did they I, – I, I saw some of the interviews, and it was like a gray color behind them. Why did they get rid of the bright red? I'm so used to seeing that bright red. Uh, it's, it would say, you know, um, American Football Conference Championship behind the players, like when they do their press conferences. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think they did it because they were offending um, bulls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a big thing right now. In the bull community. In the bull yeah, community. exactly. We, it's, a hot, it's a hot button topic, you know. They're like, these fucking guys, they get on here. They, these fucking guys get on here and they they put their big stupid red thing up there and we just want to run, just want to run through my TV run screen. It. Just run through it. It's not fair. We get all mad and stuff. <sighs> Sitting in your living room. Dude, well, I, I don't know about you, Bryson, but I identify as a bull. That's, I don't know what they call that, but I'm sure there's some sort of reference for it. I'm special too. I just want you to know that. I want everyone to know that the biggest rivalry in sports is the Chiefs versus employing men 
that don't beat their girlfriends. That's a big one. That's a big one. Also, Terrell Suggs, uh, gums versus his teeth. That's another big rivalry. I mean, Terrell Suggs is fucking ugly, man. His his mother, like, you know how they say, like, um, you know, a mother, you know, loves your child. And I swear, his mom looks at him projectile vomits because he's an ugly creature. Actually, wait, he's another woman beater. Remember he poured bleach on his kid and shit? Wow, big time. Some no one cares. <laughs> what are we doing? Ball here? pressure. Bro. Ball pressure. Oh, man. This is some league, dude. Like, we're just like clowning around, like, oh, yeah, this guy. And then it's like, oh, yeah, I remember his. I remember when he did this, but it is true, you know? The NFL can't get out of its own way, man, for some shit. Oh, we love I was just going to say that. We love every second of it, we consume every second of it. I do. I have a notebook in front of me with a bunch of random NFL stats written down in it. So, I mean, we do. We love it, man. Do we need to give anyone a shout? Like, do we need to troll anyone else before we get out of here? Um, I know uh, Mahomes fans has been wanting us to uh, have him on, the Australian dude there. But I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, we might we might give a Chiefs fan his due if the Chiefs win. Yeah, you know, I guess, you know, I hate that. that I don't know. Barnes better watch out. Um, Mahomes fans. Watch out, Barnes. Yeah, watch out, Barnes. So. Watch out, Barnes. You better watch out. I'm not even kidding either. Watch out, Barnes. It's like 16, too. Watch out, Barnes. That might have to be the name of the episode. No one has any idea what we're talking about. No, dude, I still don't even really. Well, I do, but I'm not really going to. I don't know if I really want to explain it. No, we don't. <laughs> we don't. OB, it was a good time. It was a fun time trolling other fan bases. Feel free for another fan base listening to this to absolutely troll us back. It's all in good fun. We love you guys. We love all these teams. We love all the offenses. We troll you for the day. We will troll you for the day, but we will respect you at the end of the day because we love you. That is correct. We love the NFL, man. Shout out to our boy, Alonzo, who's a coward. And also shout out to WT Sports. Yeah, WTP Sports. Thank you for uh, this opportunity. Um, we'll try to do better every week, try to get funnier and try to find things to uh, to talk about and I know that Bryson and I were, we're already coming up with some more ideas and some more segments and um, we're going to work hard at it. It's not just going to be like um, something that we just slapped together, but we're going to try to have fun with it. Thank you, Bryson, for joining, for uh, joining, you know, well, you, whatever you want to call it. But thank you for uh, being along alongside me and vice versa, brother. I think that's about it. That's all about I have to say. I love you. I love this sport. Good Patriots. <laughs> I love you too, sir. I love the Patriots too. But you know, if I if they don't win this weekend, I don't know. The love might not be quite as mutual. I will say that the Patriots sucked and that they didn't deserve to win the whole time. And I'll just say that they deserved. That's how I will cope. That's how I will cope. They were underdogs. They didn't deserve to win. Yeah, that's how I'll cope. Yeah, oh, man. All right, Bryson. It's been real, brother. All right. See you later, brother. All right, man. I'll talk to you. Later.